What's up, gentlemen? Before we begin, a friendly reminder that this podcast is not associated with any church, school, or calling body, and nothing we say here is meant to be perceived as the official doctrine, teaching, or theology of any church, school, or calling body. We're a bunch of dudes who love Jesus. We love talking about Jesus, and this is where we air out our thoughts, so don't take it as much more than that. I hope that this is edifying for you. Let's get started with the show. Today's podcast is sponsored by the Christ for Disciples podcast. I'm Pastor Paul Steinberg, son of a canon, father of five sons. Each weekday on the Christ for Disciples podcast, I apply God's word to raising the next generation. Take 10 minutes each weekday to listen to the Christ for Disciples podcast and get direction and gospel power to disciple the youngest generation. Subscribe to the Christ for Disciples podcast by going to ChristForDisciples.com or searching on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, and whatever else. ChristForDisciples.com. You are listening to the Gird Up Podcast. This is the place where young men come to learn what it means to be a man after God's own heart. To gird up is an ancient way of preparing oneself for hard work or a battle ahead. And our work is to reclaim masculinity in the modern world and live out our calling as men of God. Here you will find a community of believers working hard to be the men that God created them to be. So roll up your sleeves, gentlemen, and gird up. It's time to get to work. Gentlemen, you are watching and listening to the Gird Up Podcast. My name is Charlie Ungemach. I'm the founder and curator of Gird Up, which is a ministry that's reached over 100,000 men all over the world on six different continents, helping point them back to the God who loves them, who cares for them, and who wants to know them better and give them the gift of eternal life, which can be found absolutely nowhere else. This is the place where young men learn to be the men that God created them to be. Before we get started with the episode today, first of all, big shout out to Nate Hensler, who makes the awesome beard oil that makes my beard look the way that it does. You can find all his information at www.sites.google.com forward slash general. I'll put that link down below. It's great beard oil, guys. Go use it. And I love you, Nate. Thanks for sending me beard oil. Second thing is you need to get on a website and you need to help support the podcast. Um, this is not a free thing to put together, but it's a free thing I provide to you. Uh, if you want to keep that content coming, help me out by um, making a donation either um, by making a $5 cup of coffee donation, going on Patreon, making a donation that way, or uh, by going on and buying one of those awesome Gird Up t-shirts that you see me wearing in all the other videos. Um, there's some great ones there. We're running out of adult sizes, though, so go buy them now so that you get one before they are gone. Thank you to all of you who are supporting us, who have been giving to us. You guys are a blessing. I love you dearly. Um, before we, The other thing we need to talk about, two things actually. Um, we are now offering mentoring services here at Gird Up. So if you're an older guy who's looking for like life coaching, we'd love to hook you up with a spiritual advisor. If you're a younger guy who's not looking for life coaching yet, but just needs a little bit of help getting his feet under him um, and making sure he's walking the path he should be walking, setting himself up for a life of service to Jesus. Maybe you've got a new girlfriend and not sure how to handle it. Uh, maybe you've got uh, just a new situation in life that you want to work your way through. Maybe you're just a college kid who's having a hard time balancing all the things and time constraints that are on his life. I remember what it was like to be a college athlete. It's tough to, to keep all that stuff organized. Um, if you just need accountability and you want somebody to help you bring order to the chaos, we can help you do that too. So sign up for mentoring at Gird Up. 
ministries.com. Click on Mentor Me, and you can get all the information you need there. Let us know what you need. If we can't help you, we'll be honest, and we'll say, nope, you need somebody else's help. Um, But we'd love to be a source of uh, comfort and peace and hope and accountability for you. The last thing we need to talk about is the Gird Up Collegiate Men's Retreat, which is happening this November, um, November 12th through the 14th, up at Camp Phillip in Watoma, Wisconsin. It's going to be a great time. We're going to have Pastor John Enter there and a couple of others. Um, We're going to talk about what it means to be men after God's own heart, um, who God says we are. We're going to talk about legacy, so the legacy that's been left for us and the legacy we will leave for those who come behind us. And by the end of the weekend, you're going to know who you are as a man after God's own heart, and you're going to be able to use that information uh, to help guide the rest of your life and the rest of your experience here on this earth. And I'm so excited about it. Like, yes, I'm putting it together, and I'm excited to you know be a part of it. But even more so, I'm excited to hear these men talk about um, the great things that God has done for us and talk about the great things in our lives. And I'm excited to be fed by it. That's I'm more excited about that, really, than I am about putting it on myself under the Geared Up name. So it's going to be a huge blessing, guys. Go on to uh, the website. It's going to be there's a big ad on the landing page, um, but then click on you know click sign me up and uh, make sure you get signed up for the Geared Up Collegiate Men's Retreat and do this so soon because there's only 50 spots. You got to make sure you get one of those 50 spots um, so that you can be a part of what's going on. Today we're going to talk about humility. We've talked about humility a lot before. Uh, we're going to take it from a little bit different angle. So before we get started here, we're going to say a quick prayer and get into the content of the show today. Here we go. Heavenly Father, you are so good. Thank you for the blessings you put on my life and uh, for the words you give me to speak today. We pray that um, all the words of my heart may be uh, reflective of your love and grace and mercy and that the meditations of my heart may be acceptable in your sight. Guide my words today that they may be a blessing to the fellows who are listening. Amen. Like I said, gentlemen, we've talked about humility before. We've talked about it um, in a couple of different facets. We've talked quite a bit about um, the, I, the definition of humility because humility is one of those things that um, the New Testament writers identify as things young men should be. So we talk about that quite a bit. Um, and we've talked about the idea of being third, right? Um, God's first, others are second, I'm third. We've also talked about C.S. Lewis's definition of, of um Humility and the idea that a truly humble person doesn't think little of himself, like he doesn't think he's not worth anything. Um, a truly humble person is going to be the kind of person that, when you're interacting with them, like they just seem so genuinely interested. They're not worried about themselves. They're not consumed with themselves. They're far more concerned with you and your well-being and your uh, conversation. And they're interested in you more than they're interested in themselves. That's what a truly humble person is going to look like because they value you, right? Um, and then, as one of the Gird Up House rules, all the time we talk about the idea of. Um, whatever hurts my brother or sister hurts me. This stems from the golden rule um, that also is a reflection of humility, that I have value because of who I am as a child of God, and you also have value for the exact same reasons, right? And we've talked about that humility quite a bit, um, but we haven't really talked about what that looks like practically and where it goes astray. Um, and so that's what kind of what I want to talk about today is really the opposite of humility, and the opposite of humility is pride. Um, pride is defined by the world as like a, a comparison thing. Like, how do I stack up against other people? And um, the, what the world sees as pride is like an inflated sense of self. So um, having more confidence in yourself than maybe you should. Um, like o- unwarranted pride is like overconfidence in self, right? Um, it's That's really the greatest crime in regards to pride that the world sees is overconfidence in self. So it's okay to be proud if you can back it up, is the message that the world is giving us. Um, but as Christians, we recognize that any confidence in self at all 
is unwarranted because I, I am completely unable to do anything that is good. Um, scripture tells us that all of our righteous acts, every single one of my righteous acts is like a filthy rag. Um, any confidence in myself at all is pride and sin because I cannot do anything that is good. The word that uh, scripture uses when we say filthy rags was talking about used menstrual cloths. Um, and that actually even goes for, yes, that's gross. Um, like the, not that period, you know what I mean? Ladies, I'm not saying your period is gross. I'm saying, um, the used menstrual cloth once it's done, like that's not something I want to go out and play with or like put on the dining room table. Right. Um, and so the, 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 it goes even deeper than that though, of like the physical kind of grossness of, of the waste. Um, the old Testament Israelites, um, any bodily like discharge was unclean and blood was unclean. And now you've got a combination of blood and bodily discharge. This is like the most unclean of unclean things. Like if you touched this, like women who were going through their menstrual cycle would have to be like ostracized from the community. They weren't allowed to be in public and things like that because they were unclean because their bodies were bleeding. Um, and so this idea of all my, even the best thing I could possibly do, even the height of my goodness is still completely unacceptable, is still vile and disgusting and full of sin and is unacceptable even to be spoken of or referred to in public, right? That's how bad even my best acts are. Um, but the Bible gives us a lot of hope too because scripture straight up says um, that the Lord preserves the faithful, but the proud he pays back in full. And that stems from this idea that Jesus gave us, right? Um, Jesus in, in Matthew 11, verse 28, straight up says, I will carry your burdens. He says, come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Jesus is offering to carry our burdens for us, not to, not to help us carry our burdens, not to share the burdens with us, but to completely take them off of our hands and to carry them for us. Price is paid in full to Telestai, right? But I can still choose to carry my own burdens if I want to, and that's the trap that a lot of people are falling into. Um, but if I choose to carry my own burdens, I also sacrifice, I also give up, I yield the gift that God has given me. The, God is, the gift that God has given me is freedom from carrying the burden. And when I choose to carry the burden on my own, I also sacrifice the free gift, really all the free gifts that God has given me. The freedom which results from the redemptive work of Christ only applies to me if I am wholly given over and totally dependent on Christ and not dependent on myself for any of my salvation and not only for my salvation, but anything of life. Like my, when I'm totally dependent on Christ, it's not just for my eternal life. It's for everything, my very life, every day on this earth Everything that has anything to do with me and my soul and my body and my life, all of that I am dependent on Christ for. I can't tell myself to wake up in the morning. Christ has to do that for me. And so if I choose to reject Jesus' offer and to carry my own burdens, um, then the standard of perfection that Christ holds us to and expects from us returns. In, in uh, the book of Romans, Peter ta or Paul talks extensively about the idea that because Christ has paid my burden, my debt in full, I no longer have to be perfect. I strive to be good for all kinds of other reasons, but I no longer am expected by God to be perfect because Jesus has been the sacrifice that has come in my place. 
But if I choose to reject Jesus' offer to be that sacrifice, to stand in the gap and to carry my burdens for me, and I say, no, Jesus, I'm going to carry these burdens for a while. I'm strong enough. I got this. I don't need your help. Or I need your help, but I want to carry it on my own. If I say that to Jesus, then the standard of perfection that in order to be saved, I have to be perfect, that standard returns. Um, if any small piece, the slightest piece of my life depends on my own strength or my own ability or my own work ethic or my own merit, it's going to become very evident very, very quickly that I myself am completely inadequate. I cannot do anything good, even tiny little things. Um, and when I depend on myself to do good and I depend on myself to do what is right and to be righteous and to produce good works so that I might be saved, so that Jesus might love me better, so that I might qualify for salvation, it's going to be very quick. It's going to be very quickly evident that I'm inadequate. When I personally, as a sinner, am weighed and measured, I am found wanting every single time. There is no exception. When I am weighed and measured, I am found wanting. And this realization results in a lot of the anxiety and hopelessness and fear and desperation um, that's in the world because anxiety and hopelessness and fear and desperation results from never, ever, ever being enough. It doesn't matter how many times you declare, I am enough, I'm good enough the way I am. You're not. You're not. And the one who loves you more than anyone and anything else ever could, the one who created you and gave you life and died for you and left his throne on heaven to live in your place, he tells you you cannot be enough, but I will be enough for you. And this is a blessing. The anxiety and the depression and the hopelessness and the fear that come from pride, that come from the belief that I can be enough, are actually a blessing because God sees pride as wickedness Saul or Proverbs 5 verse 22 tells me that wickedness will ensnare and enslave me and will destroy my soul. And God does not want that to happen. Our loving father wants to root out the wickedness of pride from our hearts. And so he allows consequences such as anxiety and fear and hopelessness to come into our lives so that we might identify the pride in our hearts and return to him. When we let our work define us instead of letting God define us, um, we, no, so often, very, very often, um, we choose to let our work define us instead of letting the God who gives us the work define us. Um, but work is worship. In, in the Old Testament Hebrew, the word for work and the word for worship are the exact same word. Um, so when a man is out working in his field, he is also out worshiping in his field. When a man is in the temple of God worshiping, he's also doing the work that is laid before him as a man of God. A man of God, part of his work is worship, and all of his work is worship. (laughs) That's the way God sees the things we do every day. As a man of God, everything I do is worship. All my work is worship. The work we do is an act of worship to the God who is our creator, savior, father, and friend. And he is the one, the one who lays the work before us is both the gift and the giver. He's the one that defines us not the work that he's laid in front of us to do. So if you're feeling anxiety and worry and hopelessness and desperation, let that be a sign that there's pride in your heart. Recognize that as a sign that you have pride in your heart and ask God for humility. Take all of your pride, take all of your burdens, and instead of trying to carry them on your own, lay them at Jesus' feet and become like a little child and be completely and totally dependent on him.
as he said. Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Gentlemen, I love you all. Don't let pride consume your heart. Don't be weighed and measured, because you will always be found wanting. Instead, depend completely, as even a little child would, upon the work of your Heavenly Father and salvation that He only He can provide. Um, before I let you go, Pastor Mike Novotny has been laying down some awesome, awesome sermons lately on Time of Grace. Um, he just finished a sermon series on sex, which was excellent. Um, and now he started a sermon series on prayer. And um, he talked quite a bit in his sermon this week about um, that helplessness and how that relates to my prayer life. Um, that's a great listen, man. Actually, both of those series are great listens. Um, so if you're looking for a sermon to listen to or looking for extra meditation on something like this, um, go look up Time of Grace. Um, look for Pastor Mike Novotny and listen to a few of his sermons. He's got always, always good things to say. He's a man led by the Spirit, um, and the Spirit is doing great work through him. So that, use that as an extra resource. Fellas, I love you all. God's blessings. Go be the man that God created you to be. We'll see you next time. On behalf of all those involved in producing, recording, and publishing this episode, thank you for listening to the Gird Up Podcast. We hope it helps you along your journey to be a man after God's own heart. Be sure to check out the Gird Up channel on YouTube. There you will find many podcast episodes just like this one, but you will also find exclusive video content geared at helping you be the man that God created you to be by introducing you to other godly men, teaching you how to behave, study, dress, act, eat, and live like a man of God, and you'll find devotions to help you grow in faith. Please consider supporting Gird Up Ministries by donating on Patreon, shopping in the online store at girdupministries.com, or by making a $5 cup of coffee donation at girdupministries.com. Those donations help us make more great content just like this for young men just like you. Make sure that you like, follow, friend, and subscribe to Gird Up and our guests on Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram. Those links are in the description. And as always... We'll be praying for you on your journey. Blessings, men. Time to gird up and go be the man that God created you to be.